0: Grandstand, ABC's ABC Grandstand, on radio, online, and on digital radio.
1: Marks, set. The Bell Lap, with Luke Pentany, on ABC Grandstand Digital. Good day and welcome to The Bell Lap. This is Grandstand's dedicated track and field program. Today we're going to review Sally Pearson's silver medal winning effort at the World Indoor Championships. We'll also be remembering Pearson's victory at the London Olympics as part of our Grandstand Rewind segment. But first we will begin our Sydney track classic preview by speaking to young hurdler and sprinter Nick Huff who has made massive gains this domestic season in the 110 metres hurdles. Huff won silver at the 2012 World Junior Championships in Barcelona in the event. And last month at the Perth Track Classic, he lowered his personal best at the senior level to 13.73, which is a Commonwealth Games B qualifier. The 20-year-old will face world champion David Oliver over the barriers at the Sydney Track Classic at Homebush on Saturday night. And when I spoke to him this week, I started by asking how excited he was to be competing against one of the best high hurdlers in history.
2: Oh, it's fantastic. He's, he's, you know, he's been my idol for many years, and he, he's sort of like the year the bolt of, uh, of hurdling for me. Um, he's you know, the, the top of the game, and to be able to, to race him in my, in my hometown is, is just sensational. So uh, I'm not, not too um, you know, confident to, uh, to knock him off, but... Um, <laughs> But, you know, I'll certainly give it a go. Anything can happen in hurdles, and it's just fantastic to be in the same races.
1: Do you approach an opportunity such as competing against David Oliver as a way of soaking up as much information as you can, considering he is one of the the greatest high hurdlers in the history of the event?
2: Oh, certainly. You know, if I have a chance in the next week to to try and catch up with him for a training session or even to to chat with him about some some different things, some training techniques... um, how he prepares for a race, all that would be invaluable. Um, he's obviously been there, he's done it all, um, and I'm still yet to do that. So it's um, you know it's a fantastic opportunity, and hopefully I get to, to catch up with him and learn as, as much as I can.
1: It's been a solid domestic season so far for you in the hurdles. You've got three Com Game B qualifiers under your belt, and that includes new personal best of 13.73. What do you believe has been the, the key to your improvement?
2: Uh, well, certainly, I've been I've been focusing a lot more on on hurdling this this year with my coach Anthony Ben. Uh, in previous years, it's sort of been a mix of sprinting and hurdling. Uh, last year, I focused mainly on the sprinting um, when I went to the the World Champs for, for in the relay squad and and the World Student Games for the the 100 meters and 200 meters. So that that was mainly flat sprinting. But this year, I focused a lot more on the hurdles. So obviously, my hurdles times have come down, which is what we're aiming for. Our sprinting times aren't quite where they were um, last season. At the moment, but hopefully they'll come up a bit. But um, that's probably a, a result from um of not focusing as much on the sprints, and you know I'm 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 certainly fine with that. Um, obviously the hurdles is going well, and, and I'm where I want to be. So.
1: Now, Sam Baines, he's re-emerged this season and run a PB of his own at 13.7 to just edge you out at the Perth Classic. Is an A qualifier under 13.5 possible during the domestic season? With each of you to push each other along?
2: Certainly, I think um. You know, at the start of the season, I was thinking that the A qualifier was going to be uh, fairly tough, um, and I, I didn't think that anyone um, would be able to get down to that. But um, as the seasons progressed, you know, we, we've we've pushed each other all the way, and I think um, both our times in, in Perth were, were fairly good. But um, but I think we've both got got some improvement um, there still. I certainly know that I that I've got some improvement, and I've been training um, training fairly well in the last in the last couple of weeks, and I, I certainly think I'm in a lot better form than I was. In, when I ran that time in Perth, so uh, you know it'll be exciting over the next few weeks if we can get some get some good conditions and if we've got we've got some good competition like like David Oliver, you know, hopefully he'll be a meter or two ahead of us, a couple of meters ahead of us, pushing us through. Um, that will be fantastic, and hopefully the the good times follow.
1: Now on Saturday night, you'll also be contesting the 200 meters, where the world 400 meters champion Lashawn Merritt and your Sydney uni club mate Jared Geddes, will be competing. I know you 've spoken about your focus this season has been, been the hurdles, but do you feel there should there be the right conditions that possibly a dip under your PB of twenty point six six might be on the cards
2: yeah hopefully i mean um you know i've, I've been doing a, a fair bit of, of training as well for for the sprints lately um so you know i've, I've been running a running a few races and and you know just haven 't quite um Quite hit the nail on the head so far, um, but you know some good competition like like what we've got there, and and uh, you know just happen if the if a good race falls into place, I um you never know, so I'll give it certainly give it a shot. Um, it's after the hurdle, so I'll I'll um take no prisoners and and have a good shot at it and and see what happens. But yeah, certainly love to be able to, to get a B qualifier in that as well. I just take the pressure off a little bit for national.
1: And looking back at your twenty thirteen season, you've mentioned earlier you were a member of the. Australian scored at the World Championships as well as the World Student Games. What did you take away from these experiences at the international level?
2: Oh, certainly, it's it's a different experience um, going to uh, going to a World Championships where all the athletes are just so elite. I mean, you, you can go to as many junior championships or or national championships as you want, but um, but it's just you know it's such a different world competing with all these athletes. They know exactly what they're What their training should be, exactly what they should be eating, exactly what they should be doing all the time. Um, And everyone's just so focused. So it was amazing to experience that and to learn that that's exactly how I have to be as well when I, if I want to compete on on the world stage. So just, you know, different patterns about how they eat, you know, how they sleep, how they do do their everyday things when they're traveling and and training was, was just invaluable. And, you know, hopefully I'll be able to put that into place. Um, when I, when I go to the Commonwealth Games this year, if I get selected.
1: And has juggling the demands of training for both the hurdles and the sprints, has this been a challenge at all?
2: Yeah, it certainly is. Um, you know, ideally I'd like, um, I'd like a lot more days in the week. Um, and you know, I'd like my body to be able to recover a lot better so I can get a lot more sessions in. But unfortunately, you know, with track and field, it's always a fine balance between training too much and avoiding injury. Um, So I think, you know, I've got the balance right at the moment. We've we've focused on hurdles this season and it's paying off. So there's no complaints from my end at the moment.
1: Well, Nick, thanks for speaking to The Bell Lap and good luck on Saturday night at the Sydney Track Classic. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. On ABC Grandstand Digital, this is The Bell Lap with Luke Bentany. As we touched on during our chat with Nick Huff, David Oliver will be one of the headline acts at the Sydney Track Classic and he'll be one of three world champions competing in what is the second leg of the Australian Athletics Tour. Joining Oliver in Sydney is countryman LaShawn Merritt who will be contesting the 200 rather than his preferred 400 and Kenya's Eunice Sum who won gold in the women's 800 metres at last year's world titles in Moscow. I spoke this week to Athletics New South Wales Chief Executive Greg Maher, who was buoyed by the outstanding international contingent that will be competing at Homebush this weekend.
3: This um, Sydney Track Classic lists are as good as I've seen in the five years I've been here. We're really, um, really excited about the prospect of some head to head races and having international athletes of this calibre here. Is just fantastic. So yeah, everything is looking um, to be what, probably one of the best Sydney Track Classics we've had for many a year.
1: Now, Oliver Merritt and Sam—they're just three of the international competitors who will be at the Sydney Track Classic. Do you feel the reputation of of the meet is growing overseas?
3: Um, I, definitely. You know, athletes of that calibre coming out here and wanting to run, in, in, albeit not in their um, in their middle of their season. Yeah, the, the Sydney Track Classic has been for the last five years Australia's most successful meet and i think that reputation is starting to to filter out into other parts of the world and so yeah athletes are wanting to come down here and run good times up against some pretty stiff competition so yeah, no, we're very good reputation the sydney track classic now
1: and attracting this caliber of athlete it's not just important for drawing a crowd but also providing an increased level of competition for our younger athletes because we'll See David Oliver competing against the likes of Nicholas Huff in the high hurdles, and Lachawn Merritt up against Huff and, and Jared Geddes in the two hundred metres, albeit not being his preferred event.
3: Yeah, look, that's that. I mean, that's one of the key um, development, if you like, at the high performance end that we that we bring athletes in that can give our uh, local athletes um, the opportunity to to come up against the best in the world and hopefully do the best times that they can. So it's a very important part of this meet is having our homegrown talent um, with some really good competition. And those head-to-heads that you just mentioned uh, hopefully will also attract you know some spectators and a bit of a crowd to come and watch some of this in action.
1: And looking at some of the other events on the, on the program, you have Sally Pearson coming off her silver in the hurdles at the World Indoors. She'll be taking on Melissa Breen in the sprints. Now, these two didn't get the chance to face off in Perth last month, so... The anticipation for Saturday night has been steadily building.
3: Uh, look, this this is this is probably one of the marquee events um, of of the meet. You know, Sally is back from overseas and, from all reports, uh, very pumped and very keen to go head to head with Melissa. And so, I, I for one are uh, looking forward to that that race early in the meet.
1: Now, in the field, Western Sydney's own Danny Samuel. She produced the second best throw of her career. At your state titles recently, now having a crowd favourite in such impressive form on Saturday night, that is another key attraction.
3: Yeah, Danny, Danny is a real crowd favourite and and you know a really um, committed New South Wales athlete. And so and yet, as you just mentioned, she's in form. She's throwing you know amongst the best. She's done for a long, long while. So um, we're all you know as a state and a country right behind her. And hopefully, she'll do something special on Saturday
1: night. Now, you're hosting the Australian Junior Championships at Homebush in conjunction with the Sydney Track Classic. This has been a wonderful initiative, similar to Perth last year, and having both ends of the high-performance spectrum hosted at the same venue at the same time.
3: Yeah, a degree of difficulty, very high, <laughs> um, trying to put those two meets. But th- these are, um, as you just said, to have the best junior athletes in the country or you know 2,100 athletes I think all up uh, competing out here as we speak. Um, New South Wales has got a team of almost 630 so putting those two meets together it really does showcase the um, immense talent that we've got here in in, in Australia and yeah look so it, it's it's a great idea um, and I can tell you now we'll, we'll aim very, very much to do it again next year. The juniors are back here next year and so, um, on the strength of this, we will um, we'll do a double header again.
1: Well, Greg, thanks for speaking to the Bell Lap, and good luck with the Sydney Track Classic on Saturday night. Thanks, Luke. On ABC Grandstand Digital, this is the Bell Lap with Luke Bentany. Now turning to our regular run-through segment and as mentioned earlier in the program, Sally Pearson claimed silver in the 60 metres hurdles at last weekend's World Indoor Championships in Soapot. Pearson was the defending champion and looked set to win back-to-back golds but a clipped hurdle gave Naya Ali her chance and the American took victory in 7.80 to Pearson's 7.85. Here's a call of the final.
2: Away they go, good start for Sally Pearson, Nia Ali on her shoulder already, it's these two who are away, Nia Ali, she's pushing hard, and she's beaten, Nia Ali gets it, would you believe it, there has been a shock here in Sopot, disappointment for Sally Pearson, she's reigned supreme for the last few years, but my word, Nia Ali, the American, who started slightly and tightly in the heat, she got better in the semi-finals, and she saved her best for last, from lane three, the American...
1: Not long after the final, Athletics Australia's head coach Eric Hollingsworth told Grandstand that he's confident. Pearson will bounce back quickly from her defeat in SOPOD. Sally
3: likes to win always and uh, has high, high standards to keep to and uh, she didn't believe she kept to those standards and had a poor race and so she was obviously disappointed with the performance like we, uh, we all were. So um, we had a little bit of a debrief and... Uh, the business and we'll be back in Sydney
1: next week to start the Australian domestic tour and get back on the horse. Also in Soapot, Australia's Coles Birmingham finished 10th in the 3,000 metres final, the time of 7 minutes 57.55, while 2010 world indoor champion Fabrice Lapierre did not advance from the qualifying round in the men's long jump, with his best effort being a 7 metres 76. Now we're joined by Dave Robertson, as we are each week, and Robbo Sally Pearson. She's not an athlete who lacks motivation, but that result in Poland will no doubt fire her up for she returns overseas to compete on the Diamond League circuit.
0: I think it will, mate. And what it proves is there's no such thing as a sure thing in uh, in athletics, and especially in hurdling. It shows how challenging and open the hurdles events can be, and. Uh yeah, unfortunately it wasn't to be the gold for Sally this time. But uh, her silver medal completes a nice little set of gold and silvers uh, for the Olympic Games, the World Champs, and now the Indoor World Champs. And I know she was pretty disappointed straight after that final, but uh, with a bit of time to reflect the next day, I think she uh, put it in perspective, and I think you're right. She's going to be very hungry uh, for some big races coming up in the next few weeks.
1: Now Pearson has been confirmed to compete at the New York leg of the Diamond League on June 14 but in the meantime she has returned to Australia this weekend. will take on Melissa Breen in the 100 and 200 metres at the Sydney Track Classic. Uh, this will be a match up that so many will be looking forward to at Homebush on Saturday night.
0: Sure will. We didn't get to see it over in Perth when Sally ran the hurdles and then opted to sit the 100 metres out later on that night. So. This will be highly anticipated, and, uh, you know, the one in the 200, it's going to be interesting to see how they, they go in both of those races. Throw in Ella Nelson uh, from New South Wales in the 200 as well. That's going to that's going to be a great race. But, yeah, will we see that national record lowered again? How close to 11 can we get? You know, Sally's just stepped off the plane from Poland only in the last couple of days. So it will be interesting to see, but you can guarantee that both Sally and Mel Breen will be fired up.
1: Another draw card Saturday night will be David Oliver in the 110 metres hurdles. The current world champion, a PB of 12.89. Now, we've already heard from Nick Huff on today's program that he can't wait to race Oliver. And, and this is great to see athletes such as Huff and Sam Baines get the chance to, to race against the best in the business.
0: Yeah, look, these guys must be pinching themselves. Uh, when they heard about David Oliver uh, getting a start at the Sydney Track Classic, uh, you know, they, this will be an experience for them to treasure. I know Sam Baines has already been doing some training and some starts with uh, with Oliver in the last few days. But yeah, it's going to be great to see how both Oliver and, and his training partner, who he, he's brought out with him, Joel Brown, um, see how they can pull these young Aussie hurdlers along, uh, led by you know Baines and Huff, who are in some great recent form. Um, we want to see some A standards there in the uh, men's hurdles. We've got we've got a handful of Bs, but yeah, the thirteen point five. Uh, Commonwealth Games A standard,
1: let's see Oliver uh, pull, pull our guys along for that one Another world champion competing in Sydney is Kenya's Eunice Sum in the women's 800 metres she has a, a PB of 1 minute 57.38 and she'll be meeting national champion Kelly Hetherington and Moscow 1500 metres finalist Zoe Buckman, uh, an ideal opportunity for the locals to post at least a, a COM Games B qualifier Yeah,
0: look, we this, is, this one is just screaming out sub twos, and uh, if we can see you know, Eunice obviously take out the race uh, and take out the pace nice and hard early on, and we'll see the likes of Zoe Buckman and Kelly Hetherington hot on her heels, and uh, even Laura Crowe from Ireland, expect to see her right up there. Brittany McGowan and Georgia Wassel are other ones to watch in that race, but should be another cracker and great to see another world champion uh, at the Sydney Track Classic.
1: Now, a friend of the Tartan Couch, LaShawn Merritt, he's returned to our shores after competing in the 400 metres at the Perth Track Classic last month. And this time, he'll be running the 200 metres against the likes of Jared Geddes and Nick Huff. The 200, it's not Merritt's preferred event, and he is out of season, but with decent conditions, a time in the mid-20s could be on the cards come Saturday.
0: I think this is going to be really interesting. Yeah, as you said, as LaShawn said in Perth, you know, it's very early and he season. He's not used to racing so early. Uh, so I think this one will actually probably be a closer run contest than the 400 in Perth. And I'm looking forward to seeing what Jared Geddes can do. I think he's going to push him along the whole way. Nick Huff, Jake Hammond. Hopefully these guys can get pulled along to sub-21. But uh, interesting point on LaShawn Merritt, Luke, he's one of only two people in history to have gone sub-20 and sub-44. Uh, so sub-2200, sub 44, 400. the other being Michael Johnson, and we know how much of a legend of the sport he is.
1: Now elsewhere American Dwayne Solomon will be running the 800 metres. He's fourth at the London Olympics and sixth at the Moscow World Championships. Now, uh, Robbo, you're a man with your finger on the pulse. Have you heard any confirmation on the rumour that John Stephenson will be competing in the two-lap on Saturday night?
0: Yeah, look, this rumour was leaked... Uh, probably a week ago and uh, it's been interesting to follow this within the athletics community, seeing the, the dialogue on the online forum. I'm being told by my sources uh, close to me and, and that Athletics New South Wales in particular, that yes, we can expect to see John Stephenson make a comeback and, uh, in, in the two-lap race. So look, I saw a photo of him uh, with the shirt off recently. He looks like he's leaned right up. He looks like he's ready to go. So one thing you can be sure of with John Stephenson, he won't come out um, and, and, and have a half-baked race. He'll be there for business, and uh, look, it's going to be a great event. Throw Dwayne Solomon in there. He was part of that legendary uh, world record race with David Rudisha in London, as you mentioned. So, you know, some, some tasty uh, offerings there in the men's 800.
1: Well, Robo of course, you will be at Homebush on Saturday night as part of the streaming team. Where can listeners find the stream on the weekend?
0: Yeah, you'll be able to follow all the action from Sydney Olympic Park on Athletics, au will be live streaming, uh, kicking off from about 6, six o'clock uh, New South Wales time and giving you as much of a, a look into the track and field events uh, right through the program finishing at 9 o'clock. And we'll be doing a bit of a wrap-up show, uh, having a chat with some of the athletes and, and hopefully some of these world champions get them on the tartan couch. And hopefully we could be cheering on some uh, A qualifiers from the Aussies as well.
1: Well, Robbo, thanks for joining us again this week and enjoy Saturday night at the Sydney Track Classic. Sure will, mate. We'll catch you next week. On ABC Grandstand Digital, this is The Bell Lap with Luke Bentany.
3: ABC Grandstand.
1: Well, in last week's Grandstand Rewind segment, we look back on our proud Olympic history in the women's 400 metres, as heard over the years on the ABC. Today we're going to be remembering the Women's Sprint Hurdles, an event in which Australia has topped the podium on four occasions. Shirley Strickland claimed our first medal in the event when it was contested over 80 metres, winning bronze at the 1948 London Olympics. Before four years later, and now known as Strickland Della she won gold at the Helsinki Games and then repeated that effort in Melbourne in 1956. Here's how the ABC called Strickland-Dallahunty's triumph in Melbourne.
3: Set. A good start, and it's Cook away very quickly from Strickland. Throw up, a and Dalibna Kaya. Halfway down the track, it's Shirley Strickland. It's Shirley Strickland and Kohler going to the tape. It's Shirley Strickland, Kohler, and Shirley Strickland has gone over to win. Shirley Strickland first, Kohler second.
1: Now, for the record, the 31-year-old Strickland-Dallahunty won gold in an Olympic record of 107 while fellow Australian Norma Thrower took bronze in 11 flat. It was eight years until Pam Kilbourne became Australia's next medalist in the event, collecting bronze in 1964 in Tokyo. And she headed to Mexico City four years later as the favourite, having been undefeated since the previous Games. But she was forced to settle for silver, with a 17-year-old countrywoman Maureen Caird winning with an Olympic record of 10.39.
3: The 80 metres hurdles field, Caird on the right and Kilburn on the left. It's the Australian girls met running magnificently. Maureen Caird is doing beautifully, hurdling like a gazelle. Maureen Caird and Pam Kilburn, are they going to win a gold medal? Maureen Caird on the inside and Pam Kilburn on the right hand side. It could have been a tie, but I think Maureen Caird has won a gold medal. Australia's second.
1: It was 40 years until another Australian won a medal in the event, this time over the 100 metres distance. When Sally Pearson took silver at the Beijing Olympics in 2008, for she went one better four years later in London.
2: Set. Pearson flew out of the block. So did Wells and Harper. And Pearson's in front as they come to the fifth. And Pearson clears out from Harper and Wells. Pearson is well clear. She's only got a couple to go. Pearson and Harper. Pearson and Harper. Go to the line. Pearson. Pearson. It's a dipping finish, but I think that Sally Pearson's got there and got there by the narrowest possible margin. There's nothing in this. Pearson and Harper, they've dipped at the line together. It looked like Pearson, but I tell you what, Harper has dived right at the line. They're both looking at the scoreboard. They're both looking at the scoreboard. There's nothing in 12.35, this.
3: they've given it to Pearson, an Olympic record. Sally Pearson has won the gold
2: in 12.35 seconds.
1: So Pearson won gold in 12.35, edging out American pair Dawn Harper and Kelly Wells to add another chapter to Australia's storied history in the sprint hurdles. Now before we go, a reminder, you can listen to the bell app on Grandstand Digital or streamed at abc.net.au slash grandstand each Friday and this is the same address where you can find the podcast of the program as well as the broadcast schedule you can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes and if you want to get in touch through Twitter just drop me a message at luke pentony all one word catch you all again next week